2: That's at night. Now here's John Katsamatas.
0: Tonight is the election night, and big night, and big uh, night. we'll we'll be having some breaking news once in a while. But we have some breaking news now, Lydia, don't we? Okay, now we do. Breaking news. WABC.
1: Epstein victim now says she may have made a mistake in accusing Professor Alan Dershowitz. Hmm. Where have we heard this before? Professor Alan Dershowitz has maintained his innocence. He had nothing to do with it. And, John, do you want to go straight to Professor Dershowitz? Let's go to Dershowitz. Professor Dershowitz, your reaction. Uh, where's the apologies from everyone, right?
2: <laughs> well, I'm very gratified that finally she recognized that she uh, may have uh, misidentified me. She may have made a mistake in identifying me. And uh, no money changed hands. Um, She made the statement. She said that she uh, was under pressure and she was uh, young and traumatized. But the point is, Alan, you
0: didn't didn't do the same thing uh, Elon Musk did. Ask her to describe (laughs) your private parts.
1: Uh, And that girl went away. That was funny. And
0: and Elon Musk's girl went away.
2: I wish I could tell you what really happened. There's a great story, but I can't. I'm, I'm obliged to stick to the script. And what she said basically again was, uh, I was very young at the time. It was stressful and traumatic environment. Mr. Dershowitz has, from the beginning, consistently denied these allegations. I now recognize that I may have made a mistake in identifying Mr. Dershowitz. So that's what she said, and that's good enough for me, and I hope the matter ends and we can close the book on it.
0: It's and how do you how do you think uh, Andrew Cuomo did? Do you think a few of them uh, did or did not?
2: You know, who knows about anybody else? I only know you about don't. myself. It, it's so easy. I only know it's about so myself. I don't know about Prince Andrew. I know that it's very easy to make accusations. Yeah. I wrote a book about it. It's very hard to disprove it,
0: especially, allegations. Yeah. Especially when the woke culture uh, they yeah. went around saying, you must believe women at all. It was a of, guilt instead of a presumption of guilt. Yeah. Well, yeah. of
2: course, so now believe her when she says, that she now recognizes that she may have made uh, a mistake in identifying me. So now you should believe her. Uh, I now recognize I may have made a mistake in identifying Mr. Dershowitz.
0: Well, Alan, you just uh, solved the the Ray Donovan question, which was, where do I go to get my reputation back? You have your reputation back. Congratulations. Now, I understand there's a New York Times story Uh, Was it on page—tomorrow, is is it going to be on page 1 or page uh, 39? uh, (laughs) You know,
2: what happened, of course, is that it was done on the eve of the election. And so it won't get the kind of coverage it might have otherwise uh, gotten if it wasn't uh, election night. But we'll see. The Times had a good story about it today um, with a good headline. And it's been all over the British press and other newspapers— And I'm, you know, generally satisfied that people will now understand that they can't go beyond what she said, which is she may very well have made a mistake in identifying me. And it's understandable. She was a very young person. She never didn't know who I was. She didn't know anything about me. Um, It's very understandable that she could have um, uh, misidentified me, but I have, you know, borne the consequences of it. And now it's over. That's the important point. Professor, this is Craig Eaton. I, I'm, I'm happy for this vindication. But you know, it's funny when the Times write it, writes it, they say, Epstein victim. Um, yeah. She's a convicted felon. She's not a victim here.
0: It's just, well, it's funny the way they write it.
2: Yeah, I can't get into that. Yeah. But there, there are stories to be told. Okay, And also, you know, I hope newspapers uh, will seek to unseal the depositions in the case. Because right from the beginning, I have kept Everything open. I want everything out in the open because I never had anything to hide, and I want to make sure that all the depositions are now unsealed. The public has the right to see them, and under our agreement, we have the right to to part to say whatever we want about the uh, sealed material. And so we're hoping that uh, uh, you know the New York Times, WABC, other media companies say, look, we have a First Amendment right to see what's in those sealed materials. It's of public interest. So I hope that comes out.
1: Let's pivot now to the election. Professor Dershowitz, uh, John Fetterman, who is running for Senate in Pennsylvania, he's already suing over misdated ballots. Uh, Judge Weinberg, you're well-versed in this topic as well. Right. Uh, If you want to explain it a little bit more.
0: The argument was... That the ballots should not be counted, uh, Professor, because they weren't dated under Pennsylvania law. They have to be dated to be a, a valid ballot. And uh, the fact of the matter is I think the ballot should be set aside sh- and not uh, and not counted because the state law is a state law. And I don't think the state Supreme Court of Pennsylvania has a right to intercede on that. And I think that was a mistake the Supreme Court of the United States made two years ago by not getting involved when the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania well, they, you know,
2: they they didn't get involved two years ago because it wouldn't have made a difference in the election but clearly you're absolutely right under the constitution under article two it's the state legislature not the state courts and not the governor that decides the rule of elections that's true of presidential elections it may not be as true of congressional elections but certainly if you have a legislative judgment it has to be abided by governors don't have a right to make the law and the courts can only uh, miss, you know, interpret the law. If it's, uh, unconstitutional so look we would hope after the 2020 election that there'd be no problems that every one of the problems would have been solved in advance so nobody can claim that any election was anything but perfect and i'm just hoping that we can have a good election without regard to who you want to win at the end of the day let everybody say the election was fair and I maybe it's that's whole- all we want.
0: We, that's all of us. We want that that everybody feels that the election was fair and there's no uh, scalettas going on.
1: In Maricopa County in Arizona, there were some issues there apparently with some voting machines. Sixty voting sensors. Uh, there were some issues with voter tabulation. And now there is talk of poll workers in Maricopa are actively encouraging people to simply drop off their ballots instead of voting in person. Lines 90 minutes long. But now they figured out what the solution was and they changed printer settings. So you have a l- They didn't have enough ink, they said. Yeah. yeah. They- <laughs> we well,
2: look, I, I, look, go back to 2000. I get a phone call from Rabbi Yellen, the reform rabbi in Palm Beach County. It's about noon. And he says, my congregants are coming in telling me they voted for Pat Buchanan by mistake because of this butterfly ballot. And I get immediately copies of the butterfly ballot, and I see it's completely illegal, the butterfly ballot, because it allowed people to vote for Joe Lieberman for president and a lot of Jewish residents. Thought they were voting for Joe Lieberman, the first vice president who was Jewish, and they ended up voting for Pat Buchanan, <laughs> who no Jew would ever vote for. Amen so, to that. Amen to that. And that may have made the difference in the presidential election because mm-hmm. if there were a thousand votes that would have gone to uh, to to Gore rather than Bush, we would have had President Gore. So you know we've had these problems now for. Many, many, many years, and it's time to fix them. You know, I hate to use the cliche, but we can send a man to the moon. Why can't we get a decent election without anybody being able to complain?
0: Uh, Before we we go to break, is there any other lawyers around the the country that have you heard about today that are going to create a problem later on tonight or anything?
2: I hope not, but I'm sure they will come up with them. You know, there are a lot of lawyers now who specialize in election law. They're looking for problems, and the loser is always looking for a problem. And that's why you have to have a fair process. You know, most countries in the world, not America, have election commissions. They're former judges, former presidents of universities, priests and rabbis and ministers, people who are beyond reproach. And they determine issues— relating to the election. That hasn't happened in America. And it's overdue. We ought to have election commissions to resolve these issues, not partisan courts, not Congress, and not certainly not the candidates who lost the election.
0: Well, uh, Alan Dershowitz, thank you so much, and congratulations uh, on on <laughs> uh, being found innocent on page eighty-two. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, no, what's
2: more important is it's on ABC WABC News. Yeah, that was better. breaking news it's on breaking WABC. News right uh, right you got Thank for you for so your exclusive reaction. Uh, yeah,
0: and yeah, we'll catch so up with you again real soon.
1: It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
0: AuthorityGoldGuide.com.